Um, my name is Mienda, and I live in Florida. Being a young black female and a, also a teen mother, um, what do you guys do to get back, give back to the community? Um, also directed mostly towards ODB. I know Proz and the Fuji's do things for the community, but what do you, what is going to be your thing for the community? Nothing. <laughs> Have you guys ever had a shit song stuck in your head that you can't get rid of? All the time. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> this morning, y'all remember that Kanye song where Kim was on his motorcycle? Was it Bound or something? Yeah. Oh, I hate that it song. It was like, uh-huh, honey. It's like I said yeah. that and then I couldn't hear anything else. It was the <laughs> worst moment of my life. I thought you were going to say Mambo number five, but that was. Oh, God. Please don't. Please, Jesus, don't. (laughs) Now I'm hearing it. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. five. (laughs) I should have known if I said something, he was going to put some bullshit in my head, too. I said it. Oh, my God. This is terrible. I'm trying to think of what the last shit song was that I had stuck in my head. And and it's always something random and it's typically trap. It's <laughs> something about trap music that just and it's like always the most horrible kind of trap. It's the stuff that reverberates in my mind, you know. Do you guys watch that show Grand Crew? It's it's like it's it's supposed to be like a, a girlfriends or insecure but with dudes. It's yeah, on NBC, I, I think. Yeah, I've been seeing the um, trailer for it, but I haven't actually watched it. Yeah, so I was trying to give it a, a chance. It's it's <laughs> cute. Like, it, I mean, it's I see what they're trying to do. Like, they're trying to show black men in a light other than you know, uh, super thugged out, violent, <laughs> like all that shit. Right. So you know, they they got they're they're a little more not all of them, but you know, more sensitive. There are some that are like there's a guy that's an accountant, so they're like on their shit, which is cool, but. Sometimes it feels a little forced, but that's okay. You know, they're trying to show a different side or whatever. But there was like a trap artist that one of them got to like go into the studio with to like watch him perform his magic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the shit was so terrible. And I thought, (laughs) this is real. Like trap, I mean, I'm gonna probably get dragged, but like trap music can be really fucking terrible. And I hate that it's so popular. Like. You know, I guess, you know, Future and them kind of made some some hits or whatever. But, like, it's just so well, dumb. Well, okay, so, no, okay, so <laughs> trap music, okay, no, no, no. Drill music is the music that gets ultra terrible. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, that's, that. that's, that's our contribution to the rap community so in what do Chicago you consi- is we created <laughs> drill. And that is by far, like, well, what do you consider trap bottom then? of the barrel. Like what's I, you know, considered track? track. It goes like I mean, basically like Ti is kind oh. of considered right, like two chains, and then you got two chains, you know. like trap. Oh well, I trap. like them. Yeah, like so. Okay, there's shit that's pure shit. Like a lot of this stuff that these kids are li- like. I hate like the NBA young these boys kids. And, and them. You know what I'm saying? I feel so old. <laughs> you are. I, I I am. I am. <laughs> 
But, you know, that's the stuff that these kids are listening to. That's that's just terrible. It's like they're not saying shit. Half the time, it don't make sense. They just speaking just so it can, like, have this certain, like, melody, like, to sound a certain type of way. But it's, they're not really saying anything. Yeah. Um, but some of the trap music that um, I do enjoy, <laughs> like the, you know, uh, Migos and the Two Chains mm-hmm. and the people who are kind of in our age group. <laughs> um, now, wait that a minute. Would you consider me. NBA young boy? Is he considered trap? He's not considered drill? I would. I Shit, I have no idea. I think they just. See, I, I don't I, know. I, I think NBA young boy can rap, though. Like he, really? that's decent. what I hear. Yeah. I think he's everybody decent. keeps saying he's awesome. I just will not give him a chance. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. Like I, part of me wasn't he the one who chooses um, not to like get in, but like I don't even want to be exposed like, to some of it. Like I don't even like he wasn't he the one um, in Louisiana who left his because um, I think he's from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He left his girlfriend in the lobby, like made her sleep in the lobby or something when he had another girl in the um, hotel what? room. Like oh. it was some type of like domestic situation with <gasps> him. Oh, I vaguely remember. And then she got on social media and was like, no, he's great. You know, he did not hit me. But in actuality, it was true. And It's then, true. Like, it's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like it's true. Like he he made he, his girlfriend sleep in the lobby, the hotel lobby. Uh, we talked yeah. about this. Yeah. Because I, I was I, like, I wish the fuck one of my daughters would. <laughs> I wish it, <laughs> the fuck they would. Like it would be a problem. It looks like it was in 2018, and yes, that that's who it was. We Unless there's more this. than one young boy. And so oh, my daughter so loves NBA. No, it's it's him. My daughter oh yeah, because they NBA say young, young boy, boy never broke again. I didn't know NBA standard st- stood for any standard stood for anything other than. Uh, National Basketball Association. You right. thought it was about Wait, the NBA? Yeah, I did. What is it? What does it stand for? Never uh, broke again. Ne- never broke again. Oh, very clever. That. Very clever. My daughter, uh, but loves yeah, that's him. him. And I talk yeah. about it every time. I say, "Oh, he's a woman beater. You like women beaters, Brittany? <laughs> Brittany, we literally just had a conversation about someone that you love that has some allegations." Okay. You really cannot. The, you are the pot calling the kettle black. Listen. You got to let her like I she do likes. not condone <laughs> domestic violence of any sort. Okay. Fantastic. You get canceled in my mind. Like this is why I haven't even given NBA young boy a chance. And I might like some of his songs. I don't know it's him. I swear. <laughs> I don't. Me neither. I couldn't. I don't know it's him. But you but okay with I, R. Kelly letting I'm not okay with no, R. Kelly. No, she's that not cool, okay though. with R. Kelly. I am not. You still it listen to Step over, in the Name of Love. No, Okay, the, I get it. I get it. I do not. I get it. <laughs> I do not. Would you say Omar selective outrage? Right. right. <laughs> no, I do not have selective <laughs> outrage. I get it. But No, I definitely do. I do. <laughs> I recognize that I am a full hypocrite. I am 100% a full hypocrite. And low-key, and I, I wanted to talk to you guys about this, and I did not put this in my notes, but um, I'm going to talk to my therapist about it later because I'm very okay. concerned. Um, okay. So <laughs> you guys can be my therapist for the next couple of hours. I am finding it. that my wokeness, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, because I hate that it's become like this uh, – sort of buzzword I guess for like when you know of some shit like 
nigga, if y'all were asleep about this, but we found out that, you know, like black houses were, are appraising for less simply because they're black. Like that's real shit. Like that's stuff we should know. So anyway, I think my wokeness is, um, making my life harder. Like, let me give you an example. So my cousin, um, she wanted me to, uh, watch this silly cartoon on Netflix. It's called, uh, Chicago aunt, uh, shit. Let me, I forget the name of it, but it's, it's, um, it's a silly cart Chicago party aunt. So like, she's this chick who lives in Wrigley, uh she's just a oh my gosh I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah she's just a hot mess like she lives in her sister's condo she don't pay no bills she just goes to party goes to games she just and she's like in her probably late 40s or some shit like that yes it and is she she's a mess she is a mess. and it's it's funny like it's it's a comedy is almost on the same lines of like a maybe uh not Comedy Central. Well, yeah, I, not Comedy Central. Cartoon Network. Like Cartoon Network. Yeah. yeah. Um, or like a Family Guy. Maybe not as like, it's not as polished as I would say like a Family Guy is for lack of a better term. <laughs> polished is what you it's, call it. It's hard, to, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but you could tell like Family Guy got like, you know, the Fox engine yeah. behind them. You know what I'm saying? So right. anyway, um, I watched her and be having lived in Chicago for a good chunk of my adult life. Uh all I could think about was the fact that this white woman could like get fucked up in the afternoon and like not have any responsibilities and like she would just do shit and not get arrested. Like this is these are the things it's a fucking cartoon and I couldn't even just enjoy it because I'm like black women could never like this is what's going on in my head. And it's but correct. So do, you, I'm do you feel the same way when you watch like episodes of uh, Golden Girls? Do you? So do this you is, OK. So oddly last week <laughs> <laughs> last weekend I was actually watching Golden Girls like a full marathon uh i was with my stepmom and we were just you know she's in love with the hallmark channel and golden girls had a marathon and it was actually pretty progressive i was very surprised by this like i well obviously i enjoyed the golden girls but i didn't remember that aspect of it but even in the 2022 lens besides like maybe some kind of anti-trans jokes here and there they were pretty uh ahead of the curve mm. i was uh, so it was, aged pretty well it is, aged is well what you're saying, yes right? i will mm. i will say that but don't get it fucked no up no pun intended <laughs> right right but i did think about it i did think about Casey. like look at these white women here like i just Casey, you know and i, I love me some betty white i loved everybody on that show casey i can't believe you actually watched that mess not the golden the golden girls, girls? The golden girls. oh no girl, not no. the golden girls well my, my cousin Chicago my cousin she suggested it and i said i would give it a chance so I did. girl i saw a trailer for it i think on instagram it's and the stupid. trailer made my head hurt i was yeah, like there's no dumb. fucking way it's dumb i'm it's gonna dumb. watch this shit because <laughs> this is not like as much as um it, 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 life is just not that like this. No, this doesn't make any but it's a cartoon. Sense. It's a, and that's the thing. Like I should be able to just enjoy some dumb shit here and there. And I, f I feel like I can't. <laughs> like, no, I, but I, I know what you're saying. You, you, you know so I mean? in other words, like you feel like, um, because of the, the tone and the tenor of society right now, that it makes it hard for you to, 
do what they call like suspend disbelief on some level, right? Yes. Like you're 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 wired in and you know, for lack of a better term, like you said, like you're you're so woke that you can't turn it off almost. Like you yes. can't allow your mind to just rest and just accept content as content. And in all actuality, that's that's kind of what the unfortunate consequences are of the um of the advanced progressive state that that we're all collectively in right now like and and that's why comedians have been pushing back so much is because comedians have been always considered like the last bastion of you know free speech where where we can come up and you know we're going to make fun of people you know that we're poking fun at things but it's all you know um in in like it's all to make you laugh like that's the purpose of it you know and when a person makes a joke and all of a sudden it's like hellfire and brimstone and people saying well no 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 you know this is something that is off limits you know we start to feel like our, our capacity to be able to do that and even laugh at ourselves right because that's really what the foundation of it is that's where humility comes in at right is is can you make fun of yourself can you take a joke you know and right. you know i'm not someone that rallies against being progressive and rallies against um you know all the advancements that we're attempting to make but yeah that is an unfortunate like like consequences that yeah. in, in just a tone of just natural conversation becomes like you're almost afraid to have uh, a discussion i remember i was sitting at a bar um like several well actually it was like a restaurant but I was at the bar space or whatever and I was talking to this gentleman um and this was like a couple of months ago and you know I could tell he was kind of hammered at first but this was like right before he got into that like woozy space or whatever so he was just (laughs) very friendly you know and we just get into this conversation and it was like halfway through it like we were both kind of vibing and I could tell he wanted to say something but he didn't you know he, had he to didn't kind know of what he could say words. this is a white dude I yeah, yeah 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 it's a white guy you know and, and, and he kind of and, and he had to navigate that minefield so I just kind of cut him off because I knew what it was that he wanted to say was that basically he missed this 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 ability mm-hmm. to just be mm-hmm. able to sit up and have a conversation with someone and for the first thing that we dive towards not be politics right? right or something that feels very divisive where now all of a sudden right you know what I mean and I'm pretty certain that he probably on some level may have been well he I don't know if he was a quote-unquote Trump supporter but he probably voted for Trump I, I, I was in a red state right so I, I didn't 100% know what's but wrong with that? I knew what's, what he was talking what's about what's wrong with voting for Trump we not, 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 not that's his prerogative. I didn't sign up. For this. What's that got to do with it? You know, see, I can, you know, I can circle, you're right. I can circle back around. Oh my god, right. circle back. No, around you're right. I, I can. I'll circle back around that, but just to not, you know, you said that like it's a bad thing. Far, you know, well, well, but, but, but because okay, Tromar's off to quick, the races. If you are, if you, if I think there's a difference between a person that voted for Trump and a person that is a Trump supporter, I right? Agree like with that. That, that, there is a because it, it's the same with with Biden, right? Like people are always feeling like, oh, well, y'all, vote. yeah, we voted for him, but we weren't ever Biden supporters. He was never our first option, but he was our only option. System, he was our only he was option. Low key, option. like <laughs> shit. That's what y'all niggas gave us. Hey, shit. Joe exactly. Biden fell asleep you know. at the wheel. They Said, man, Joe, Byron. <laughs> Joe Byron. Joe Byron. Joe Biden fell asleep at the wheel. They, he, they said, man, what happened with COVID? That's what you ran on. He said, man, I, you know, I did my best. I knocked it out. <laughs> shit, I, I mean, what y'all want from me? I was me? like, y'all motherfuckers lying because Trump said the shit was over. <laughs> Trump said it was over. Byron sent out some tests. 
and you know, we're gonna wing it after this. I said, just say, man, we gave up, man. Just say, we gave right, up. Like, on fuck it. We just have to live with it. Just be right. honest with me. They but are waving no, the white flag. CDC, <laughs> CDC wave. They uh, wave the oh, they flag said, first. They like, look, man, we out here. That's right. The CDC, the CDC was said. like, listen, we have studied and we have determined that from nine to five, Monday through Friday, you can't even catch it. So right, exactly. The go CDC ahead and go confused the shit out of me. <laughs> go ahead and go to work. Go go ahead and go to work. I was like, the CDC confused the hell out of me, and I was like, see, that's why Trump cut y'all ass off because y'all were confusing him because <laughs> he's trying to deliver the message where he was like, if y'all don't know, I'm just gonna start making shit up. So if you put a black light in your belly. <laughs> and uh, eat a couple uh, Tide Pods, right? That works, right? And he looked at the doctor, Dr. Berg, he said, you know, you eat a couple sure. Tide Pods, that shit worked. And he was like, Yo, oh, you're like, right. CDC, that y'all embarrassing me, cut off the Yo. funding. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker said, um, so like, you know, disinfected, can't we like just, you know, put it inside the body? Like, right. you know. <laughs> a strong, a like, strong blast of UV ray. Like, fam. Nigga, what, what exactly is that? Like, Who have you been I mean, talking to? We've all been to, to the beach before, but what is a strong UV blast? That's just it's like cancerous. Right. Crazy. Like, congratulations, uh, you've cured COVID. <laughs> now you have cancer, stage eight. Right. You know what I mean? Like, come He's on. He's like, just, right. like, I'm just have somebody <laughs> pee on you. That that usually helps. <laughs> That's right, always Dr. helped me. It's right, always Dr. helped me. <laughs> Have a no, Russian hooker pee on you. That you that stupid. usually helps. <laughs> Listen, that's that helps everyone. Um, I what's funny about your story is, uh, the, uh, well, I guess it was last weekend. Um, I was in Savannah, Georgia, and a similar situation happened. I went into a coffee area. First of all, go to Savannah if you guys have never been. It is very adorable and very similar to like New Orleans, but not quite as. I mean, they get it turned up, but it's a little different vibe. But it's cool. Um, so mm-hmm. I went into this little coffee. A little bit more of a slave vibe that you was feeling. I mean, what you're I thought about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I definitely not very. Oh, it I was can't. and again to to the point I even started with. It was hard not to think about that because I would see like I was kind of walking around like the different squares, like not town squares, but like different areas, and you see these statues and shit. And I couldn't, you know, I'm seeing people take pictures of them and stuff. I couldn't even like really key in too much because I was like listen if any of these niggas own slaves my day is gonna be ruined I gotta get the fuck <laughs> out of here you so are triggered you are charged and you, triggered no but, but Omar no, I'm not, not I'm telling no, she's you not. it's hard I, I totally agree yeah it's it's hard to turn it off and so I went into this little coffee shop and got some coffee and uh, I put my stuff down and it was next to this girl, this like bar thing. And it said, um, you know, I saw a book she was reading. I was like, oh, my God, I love that book. So we started talking and she was super sweet, 25. And, you know, everything was cool. But then um, she started talking about like, yeah, you know, people moving out of moving out of California and Illinois because they tired of wearing these masks. And I'm just like, OK, and then here we go. I, like, but but now I mean we exchange books now, which is cool. But like, you know, I just it was tough. Yeah, no, I feel you. It's it's kind of one of those things where I, I like I can't. So anywhere down south, I I stay away. I cannot do the the plantation tours. I cannot do the right. cotton field tours. I can't. I'm I'm not interested. I've seen them. I've read about them. 
Um, we, we've seen them in movies. I'm good. I don't need to physically be in one. I feel like it's extremely disrespectful. Like everything that our ancestors have done and the progress that we've made, like to actually go back to one is like for what? Yeah, no. Nah. For it. what? I'm good. I don't know. Now, a lot of that know. stuff they have shifted, like those tours or having weddings at plantations and stuff. They have change those things but not everywhere i mean no. you know i was uh because i was driving from savannah to um savannah to atlanta and i saw um what was it like a it was like a kkk sign like if you want to join you know what i'm saying or it was like a confederate thing like if you want to join holler at us and join like, what oh, that nigga, shit's over know. that shit has been over fam you, <laughs> lost. you lost right you leave lost it, bro let it go you gotta let <laughs> yeah, it go it's time to move go. on guys but so before like we started talking about the mask me and the girl i was telling her about my podcast and if she's listening to this she's gonna be like oh my god this is way blacker than i ever imagined <laughs> i'm black at a black i'm black y'all I'm black, y'all. <laughs> like so we gonna see that, that would be funny wait a minute you actually gave her the link like i she, did she... <laughs> i did see i was trying oh, to i was trying to be you trying to get fired that's what you trying i was to trying do, to be be first of all this <laughs> you time... about to lose your job listen <laughs> i was trying to be better and like help myself out of this like state of wokeness and just be like fuck it if she don't like it if she don't want to listen to it she can cut it off but right, yeah, I definitely, right. I definitely thought about it. So no, and, you know that, and that is interesting, you know. Um, and you know, like I was sharing with somebody the other day, I I think that sometimes when we think about balance, you know, and that, and that that's what we're attempting to achieve right now is balance. We look at balance and we think it, we see it as a scale, and really it's more like a pendulum. You know, what I'm saying where it swings hard to one side and then it has to counter you know in order to balance itself it swings far to the other side and so i think we've already probably hit like the apex of the woke side and i think we're slowly starting to recoil just a little bit in a sense of recognizing that it is like it's going to become overwhelming you know um and that's why you're getting such a pushback even from the liberal side on some instances like hence like the you know dave Chappelle, because you know as much as like a you know rebel rouser or a shit starter as he could have been at, at certain stages of his you know career he's always been kind of fair in terms of like i'm addition out to yeah, everybody equal opportunity yeah, yeah yeah everybody can get these jokes you know and all of a sudden it's like no you can't talk about this and i think that that's why he dug his heels in is because he recognizes that if we're not cautious, this is the first step of many where we get to a to a place in in free speech is completely eroded. You know what I'm saying? Where like no one can say anything about anyone and everyone loses their job the moment that they make a misstep. And, you know, that's that's dangerous overall because of the fact that it's like, you know, we, we all make mistakes. Right. Like we all make mistakes and we've all done things where we've, um, you know, we have to be allowed to grow. I guess that's what I'm getting at, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's essential. It's essential that that we allow ourselves to grow. And if we don't, that's just such a dangerous place to be in. Like I get it that sometimes people have to be held accountable for things that they've done in the past, but you still got to give that room where a person can, can grow and can develop, where you yeah. say, I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago, right. and nor should you hold me <laughs> I'm worse. to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm way worse. <laughs> I'm not the same person 10 years ago. I'm worse today. <laughs> 
That's just terrible. I'm y'all full blown worse. Y'all don't, that is the y'all don't want to see the person I am today. It's way worse. Right. right. I was born in the dark. <laughs> oh I, knew, I knew that was coming. Oh, I was going to try to beat you to it. <laughs> no one knew who I was before I put on the mask. Hey, oh you I barely adopted the dog. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> Nurtured oh by my it. Lord. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Because, like, I'm even shittier today. I'm a shitty person today. I'm not the same person <laughs> years ago. <laughs> okay. I didn't change. I got worse. Right, right. right. But, I uh, believe just, in I mean, flat to, earth. To, oh, please don't. Uh, I just, you know, I I had to to tell y'all about my my woke tragedies because it just it feels like it's some sometimes all I can think about and. You know, I, I constantly have like James Baldwin in my head, like no, to Casey. be a to, to be a it. Negro in this country and be conscious is to be in a state of rage almost all the time, like that all the time. And I remember yeah. something you said years ago, Casey, that I thought about, and it was so funny because I thought of you. And remember, remember when you said that you you kind of tired of the like the the struggle movies. And yes. so I, I put on Underground on Amazon because I was trying to find something to watch and I threw it on. I was like, now I get <laughs> I what Casey's you, talking like, about. <laughs> I was like, I was I like, I to turn this shit off. Shit <laughs> I was like, let me turn this shit off. Like, it's the one. I don't want to feel like that you, anymore. You cannot keep right. watching that shit and over that's why and over and over show, again. I've, I've been watching this Grand Crew show. Like, listen, this feels hella extra and these niggas in therapy and they doing the shit. But there are black men like that. But it's very light. And I was just like, let me watch this because no. it feels no, I less can't. oppressive. I can't anymore. I was watching that shit and I was slowly turning into Malcolm X. And I was like, you know what? See what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's goddamn it. It's drowned <laughs> your brain. It's early in the and, morning. And it, I, I shouldn't be right, feeling this way. Why am I woke right. this early? I should be still drowsy, but I am. And so then I put away. on cheer. And then, you know, <laughs> and there you go. then the guy uh, was touching little boys or something like that. And I said, oh, you know what? Shit. You know what? I'm just going to f- read a book. Just read I'm a just, book. Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to go for a walk. <laughs> going to read a book, bro. Like, <laughs> Let me go ahead and listen to one of these audible books that I've downloaded. Like, like, it's too heavy. I cannot. Yeah, no, I can't watch. Are it. you not entertained? It. <laughs> it's like okay, I am not. Do it. So let me tell y'all about the deep dive I went on last night. Uh, that sounded weird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, a, little <laughs> a little, a little suspect, but it's okay. It's fine. So I was, I was, see, I noticed this article about Dwayne Wade talking about how. Um, younger fans are going to completely forget about Michael Jordan during the GOAT debate. Did you guys hear about that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I did. I thought that was interesting. I did too. And I wanted to to pick your brains on it. he capping for his for his homie. That's all it is, you know. Oh, we talking I, about look, LeBron. When you go into the comments, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because that's his best friend. Oh, so, I didn't you realize. know, that's like, uh, yeah. Oh, they, they are. Well, I knew best they were friends. like super cool. They like me and Omar, right? So it's like if if I talk about Omar, I'm make him sound like, oh man, that's the that's, that's the, the OG right, right there. there. You know what I mean? Like, don't ask me no questions about Omar, and I think that I'm gonna say this is cold <laughs> shit. So of course he gonna cap for his boy or cape for his boy. Like we get it, but um, when you go into the comments. People made some very into the main thing that someone said that I was like, yeah, they just pretty much shut it down. They was like, Jordan is a brand. He's literally an icon. Like he can't be forgotten. Like his shoes still outsells everybody else's. So do you think they will still make his shoes when he passes? 
And they're going to be $5 million. Is Disney, is Disney, <laughs> right. did Disney die right. when Walt? Uh, I, I hope he don't. Right. Like, like <laughs> come on, Jordan. Like, stay alive. Leave the because legacy, I can bro. barely afford the ones that's out now. You're right. Like, oh, that's you're so right. silly. Would you say you think the price going to increase? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be like getting a Picasso or some shit. Like. Absolutely. Like, it's going to be insane. In, in a minute... We're not going to be wearing any Jordans. All of them are going to be like in collector's case, items. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're going to the be NFTs. NFTs. Put them shits in the NFT. I mean, no, but, but I, I think what was interesting like, was his like reference the, uh, to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Like, right, you know, he right. played 20 seasons and he still holds the title as the, the all time leading scorer. So, like, no one talks about him. As the greatest, well, because, at he was, all. because he was an activist, right? Like, and oh. they didn't like that back then. I didn't realize like he that. was very outspoken about like race and stuff like that, and mm. and so they kind of blackballed Interesting. him. Interesting. So Interesting. that's why he never gets. The, that's why also, he never gets the flowers. Well, and then also when we talk okay. about Jordan, oh, right? like that. Jordan, Jordan did something for the game that that no one else will ever be able to do because it's already been done, right? It, like it's almost like when you think about. The first, like, we'll never have another Jackie Robinson because, you know, baseball has already been integrated, right? Jordan made the brand of basketball global in a way that nobody before him did, you know. And so because he ushered in that that, that new era, you know, when you talk about the GOAT, we're not, we're not just talking about you know, his his statistics. We're talking about the impact that he's had on the game. And, and so if we talk about that in and of itself – no one will ever have more impact than Jordan had on the game of basketball, right? In terms mm-hmm. of, like, everybody is modeling themselves after him. You know, like I said, just the expansion of it. And then also, if we're just keeping it a buck, how graceful he played. You know, like, he made basketball look gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like, from an entertaining perspective. And so, you know, I think that sometimes people get bogged down in the stats and who has more rings. And, you know, he clearly wins that conversation in many cases. Um, there was a finals appearances and things of that nature. But impact, though, that's what makes there him was, the GOAT in, in, as far as you know what, Isaac, goes. I think that's an interesting point. I remember years ago I was listening to – I think it was like a podcast, and they had this broker on there for where he would sell tickets for the NBA. And the the podcast host asked the the broker like, "Who's bigger, like, uh, in terms of selling seats?" He goes, mm-hmm. "LeBron James or Michael Jordan?" And the broker was like, "Clearly, Michael Jordan." He's like, "My kids' kids are going to eat off of what I, you know, was able to sell from when Jordan played." He's like, "When Jordan Damn. played, you had people come from all over the world to see him play, right?" He's like, he's like, well, right. LeBron, you get a couple people here and there, right, f- from other countries. But he's like, when Jordan played, global. Like, people would fly right. all across the, the world just to see him play basketball. And it was like... But again, is it is it about the fact that they had never seen anyone play like that before? Like, did, did he create um, a hysteria where... Because we've talked about, like seeing michael michael jackson concerts where you know they got ambulances people are passing the fuck out and nowadays you're not gonna have that because maybe we're so much more exposed concert shit don't don't (laughs) nope too soon too Too soon soon. too soon soon. soon. he had people passing out too 
Listen, that's <laughs> terrible. May the, oh. a lot of them rest in peace. <laughs> Jesus. May a lot of them rest the in peace. The ones that died, my God. Uh, Man, that is still. That's fucking terrible. Uh, Can you imagine? It's a baby it's that, terrible. you know, he was what, eight? The youngest one? That was yeah. sad. I don't know why yeah, eight year old. talk about why he was yeah. there, but. That's, it, that's exactly. interesting. Yeah. And that's that's so it unfortunate. Really sad. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just basically but no, that, that. But to your you point, know, though, Casey, you know, I, I I do agree. Like, yes. They, and, 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 and that's kind of what I'm getting at, right? Is that some of this is very, you know, like, like situational, you know, and, and, and time plays an important portion of it you know like you you can never be first again you know what right. i'm saying like the first person is the first person everybody else like there'll never be another obama we may have another black president that we like a lot but they just won't be the first black president right so the impact and and, and the way that everybody felt in 2008 we'll never feel that energy again because the first time you know your first love is always your first love it don't mean that you don't even end up loving someone more but you you know that 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 first that time is always yeah. that first time right and so that was what jordan was for many people he was the first introduction to to watching basketball that way you know what i mean and and i remember uh omar had broke it down one time where we talked about like the jordan logo is one of the most recognized logos on the planet like more than like i think it was even more than like coca-cola and like um nike or something like that or whatever like his like when you see that jordan dunk logo that that is one of the most recognized symbols on it i don't even know what lebron james logo is or if he has one like jordan is an icon oh, right. he's he not probably even, he's does not even i would never be able to spot well, that it's shit. funny no. I, couldn't, and I, I don't own was. not one pair of whatever he's selling nope no there was it was a it's, there was a uh, statistic that was done on jordan where that logo they said if if the if everyone basically died the new incoming humans would revere jordan as a god because that logo was oh. everywhere globally so people would think oh that was god right that symbol right mm. <laughs> and, and, and that's and he's almost floating like it'll, it'll be in everyone's li- living room right like <laughs> did right, you guys right. did you guys see the, <laughs> the book uh, of Jordan. the men in, the second men in black with uh will smith and tommy, mm-hmm. tommy? Mm-hmm. And when they opened the locker and those little dudes were in there, like oh, right. <laughs> the tablet, the tablet, the tablet, Jay, yeah, Jay, <laughs> all hell J, all hell J. But his he put his watch in there, and that was like the timekeeper. That was like the Times Square right. watch or the the lighthouse or whatever they called it. And yeah, they worshipped right, him. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I just I fa- fell down that deep dive, and you know, I was looking at the the break baby he had with. Some bad basketball chick, but she also has kids with Damon Wayans Jr. Two kids. I was like, "What? I didn't who? know this." Wait a minute, who? Okay, Wait what? A minute, who? Wait a minute, who? I know Dwayne Wade's break baby. Oh, I thought you oh, said no, 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 no. I'm sorry, like, nigga, what? you guys almost lost. <laughs> I'm confused. I apologize. <laughs> you, you, okay. you sound like the CDC right you, now. Like, break it right, down for you're me. Right. Let me. Okay, so this is messy, and this is news from like 2017, I think. But when when Dwayne Wade had a child outside of his relationship with Gabby Union, um, it was with this this woman. Um, she happens to be the mother of Damon Wayans Jr.'s two teenage daughters. So they were like high school sweethearts. And that is the mother of Dwayne Wade's child. Wait, Dwayne Wade stepped out on Gabby? I thought oh, yeah, they were madly yeah. in love. Mm-hmm. They are. 
Interesting. Uh, she talks about it in her in her book and all that. It was a really difficult period, but she forgave him and. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mean, know there's that. There's a debate. On, I didn't know that. Oh shit! Really? No, that's yeah, news. yeah. So I mean, they called it a break, baby. They said that they were on a break, but then there were, um, you know, some people were just like they're using that as sort of a cover, but because he basically just stepped out or whatever. But yeah, he's I don't know. He's older than than their daughter, and I think she's maybe five or six now. So interesting. Yeah, it was a few months before their wedding. Oh wow! Or before he proposed. Yeah. Before he proposed. What? Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was crazy. Tristan Thompson because everybody was like, <laughs> it was yeah, so messy. It was yeah, it was. So when I found I out who that. the baby mama was, I was just like, nigga, what? Like these these niggas, and the circles they just are be so recy- small. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, circles. There's so look, many girl, women they just out be here recycling the same <laughs> right. chicks. Not really, Casey. Not really. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. It's not a lot of women not out here. Really. Well, well, well. Meaning in their space. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the kind of women. Okay. Yes, there are a lot of women out here, but there's a certain type of woman that hangs out at spaces that they're at, right? So they're not going to find the chemical engineer. They're not going to find, you know, the VP of so-and-so-and-so. No, they're going to find the the basketball wife type. You know what I'm saying? The people that are hunting and and making themselves available in those type of spaces. And so Mm -hmm. that's when that world becomes incredibly small. And that's why they be passing them around or whatever. You know, it's it's, because a lot of times it's circumstantial, right? It's like, who's around me right now when... You know, I've had quite a bit to drink, and I'm ready to get my rocks off. Oh, it's these people that you, hang you out at the club. You Tristan Thompson, like huh? Times. You see Jordan Woods over there, like, hey, Man. my God, right? Right? Now those, those, exactly. Uh, what kind of jeans are those? What kind of jeans are those? Those, <laughs> I like those kind of jeans. <laughs> Is that baby? Those fat? are some nice <laughs> jeans. I tell you, I'm getting lit. I'm getting fucked <laughs> so up. So speaking, speaking of, you know, because the last time we spoke about Tristan Thomas Thompson, uh, he did not <laughs> confirm. Uh, this new child and now he is officially confirmed and apologized to Chloe and the whole bit Um, did you guys see the clips of uh, the Kardashians when they found out about Jordan and Tristan and the whole you know scandal have not no, no, I didn't. No. so I saw a couple of clips and this was a while ago um, and they were going in like basically she needs to be made an example of like I've been too nice and I can't believe she would even cross me like that and all this shit so basically like not we're gonna ruin her life but how how fucking dare she choose the the father of my child and all this shit like Chloe was was you know bucking you know and and I think it was Kamora Lee Simmons who said like you have to you gotta show some teeth basically um at this point does it feel like because Jordan was wrong like I I think that that's understood but the way that they tried to ruin her instead of Tristan feels uh shitty like do they owe her an apology wait they didn't hook up though right they just made out right apparently they they, can't I don't think you know he was drunk or something like that as Isaac said I don't think I think they, I think they do no, owe her an apology. Th- that happens all the time. Like that they would, you know, attack the woman and say nothing That's to true. the guy. Almost like, oh, uh, men are gonna be men, so we should expect that. Almost like it's it's it, it's mind blowing. Like I, I, I agree. Just, I, agree with that. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like everybody holds the same fault, right? Like, I, and I think for them, it what was just saying? like. 
we're we're supposed to be your family how could you betray and he's supposed to be the the fucking you know father right. of your your but kid Jordan woods, right. woods is fine though so she I can is. see. I can see it. <laughs> and she's listen. This was clearly, you know, when they say, "Would you say, oh my, yeah, don't bring her around me, my nigga. Don't bring her around me." That's all I'm saying. When they, when they like, say, we woke, but let me, let me just go ahead and for the, for the fellas that's listening, you, you know, and just not quick to, aside, and not, she'd get and not it, to however. not Chloe, right? Not she to not bogus. Chloe, but come on. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But I mean, th- right, when they say right, when they right. say that things happen the way that they're supposed to, like she clearly needed to get under the shadow of of being, you know, Kylie's best friend because we didn't really know who she was before that, and she's mm. glowed up. Like her relationship seems to be going really well. She's lost weight. She's been taking care of herself and all the shit. Like I mean, sometimes shit happens. Remember that Lamar and- Odom book where they said like not Lamar, yeah, Lamar oh, Odom, God. right? They were saying when he was in a hotel with a bunch of bunch of chicks, and they were yeah. saying Chloe came in there knocking hoes out. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Well, you know, Chloe's a big Are girl. They, oh, they, they said she came she in. She picks some terrible niggas, <laughs> man. Like, of all the niggas, don't she? Don't she? She liked them ball players, though. Right? She liked them ball players, man. She, Oh, she talked about that Clearly. on the the thing, and that was a big deal. Like she, she's like, I like black dick or some Ooh. shit like that. And it was just like, how is oh this not God. a scandal? Like, why are we just allowing this to exist in the ether? Like, yeah, I just anyway, don't get me started. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely she's definitely trash. Uh, <laughs> she like no 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 I, and they all are right that's Omar's girl what I mean they are you better leave the Kardashians alone no 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 when I say they all are I don't even mean all the Kardashians I mean Chloe and Tristan right oh, like because yeah. they're in the middle of like some bullshit that we all keep having to get snatched through, I would right? be surprised like, if she takes it to back, me like, even now at a point I mean, no oh. she probably is right <laughs> yeah. and, but, and but see and here's my thing right I'm not even going to judge that. I'm not going to judge that. My thing is this. I get tired of when people continue to do the same shit and expect different results. It's like if you're cool with the lifestyle, then it's then then be cool with it. Right. At this point, we know who Tristan is. That's why him doing that whole elongated apology and shit. Bullshit. Like, that's more embarrassing than anything, anything, bro. Just like, shut this the is fuck, who the fuck up. You are just shut up and be like, yo, this is who I am. Like Rick James. say, I'm Rick James, bitch. When he says that, very it clear means about his you know who I am. We finna do some clear. cocaine, right? I'm finna. We finna have some prostitutes and some cocaine, and and that's and who Tina I Marie am. Marie gonna like, be we, with we the shit. You know what point. I'm saying? She gonna... You know what I mean? Like it's it's like the thing is is everybody else in the world has accepted who he is except for right. them. You know we all so I don't know what kind of magic you. stick. It's 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 yeah, like that he. It's that basically he like the people that. That, that are not owning it, right? Like, if that's who you are, own it, right? right. Don't say, I'm not getting own the vaccine it, because uh, of religious reasons or uh, I have a right. I have a symptom where if I get a vaccine, um, my Fair. balls are going to stop working <laughs> and the doctor advised me. It's like, just say, I don't want to get it, I'm scared, right? You don't have to Or I don't want to get it because I initially said I wasn't and I don't want to look stupid and go back and uh, right. Right. I'm going hey, to dig right. my heels at the sand because that's, you know, I, I had a conversation with somebody this weekend who uh, she's refused to get the vaccine. And, um, you know, we were talking and, and she was telling me her doctor uh, she's she's a, a cancer survivor. Her doctor said, you know, I need you to get this flu shot because you know, flu's going around. So she gets a flu shot. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know the 
flu shots a vaccine yes and she's like yeah i was like okay um she's like and your point so, and your point you know, covid is like i'm trying to you, and you know that covid is like the flu on steroids right right like, oh okay I just i'm like sure i was like what's the difference between the vaccines she's like i just you know i don't like getting getting all these shots i'm tired of getting all these shots and when I tell you, and I couldn't talk to her no more, ma'am. I, <laughs> I was. Just I wouldn't like, be able to have another conversation with her. Anything again. that is real or tangible, like because it, it just even if even if you were against it, right? And then now you're like, okay, fuck it. Maybe I'm gonna just go ahead and get it. I would totally respect that more than just continuing to come up with stuff so that you don't. Well, you get don't it. have an answer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. Listen, Howard Stern though he's got a he's got he's got a solution. My man said <laughs> he does not think the hospital should admit anti-vax patients and they should go home and die. Mm. I. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys okay, think about this? Howard? <laughs> right. You know, it's it's when uh, fed the, up. they were they were it's doing that at some places, right? Like if if they were at capacity and you came in with COVID, they're like, "We at capacity, you just go home, man. We ain't nothing we could do for you, right?" And it. Well, yeah, I think if they're at capacity, but if you if you think about the the number of like beds they're filling, which are taking away from heart attack patients or uh, COVID patients who either did get vaccinated or couldn't get vaccinated because they had certain conditions that wouldn't allow for it or whatever, like these people who are just being stubborn about it are the ones that are filling up the hospitals. So it's like, but as doctors, their Hippocratic Oath doesn't allow them to say, I won't treat you. Right. So Howard Stern is like, fam, like go home and die. Just do that because it's not fair. Well, the my favorite yeah. story though, is when you when the lady, you know, catches COVID, ends up in the hospital, and she's dying. The doctor's like, hey, we've done everything. You know, there's nothing else we can do. You're gonna pass away pretty soon. She said, can I get the vaccine? The doctor looked Sick. fucking confused. <laughs> he was trying to explain to a grown person how vaccines work as they're dying. It's not. It's preventative, sis. They don't. That, okay. Not after yeah. your stupid ass get it. Yeah, you, you've got right. the antibodies now. I can promise you that. But you're right. still going to die. I mean, I, yeah. it, I, I feel a, like. A good, friend of yeah, mine, I was, a good friend of mine was telling me about how, um, you know, he, he one of his cousins, he said, uh you know, was very staunchly against it. Oh, no, you know, I ain't getting the vaccine and all this other stuff. So, okay, cool. He said it. All of a sudden, he takes his daughter to the movies and he comes down with this cough. And he said he's coughing quite a bit. So, he know, he's starting to make people uncomfortable around him and shit, right? You know, because you only get about three coughs. I don't care if you drink water the wrong way. You get you get three coughs. Three and and a half coughs, bro. Listen. Bro, you know. (laughs) So, I think he was at about that third and a half or whatever. So, he leaves out, goes to the bathroom. He's coughing up blood, right? Mm. So, now he's worried as shit. And, of course, what does he do? Right? Takes his ass to to the hospital, you know. And, and, And my guy was telling him, he was like, yo, G, like, See, that's you're you're the reason of why they are trying to mandate this shit, right? Because 
most people do the exact same thing that you do. Like they're big and they're tough when they don't think they're going to catch it. And in the moment that they do knee jerk reaction is, you know, the fear sets in and it's like, oh, shit, let me go to the hospital. Something's wrong. Duh. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> right. and so like from my perspective, it's like, yeah, you know, I get it. Every You know, people make mistakes or just whatever. But I understand where Howard Stern is coming from, because it's basically like accountability. Right. It's like. Stand on that shit. You know right, what I'm saying? It's like, your decision. It, it, it is your so decision. Honored. So like if, if you're opting out of it, then you should be opting out of treatment. It's the same way with like insurance, right? Like, I mean, we mandate that you have to have insurance, but if you get into an accident and you don't, it's going to be held. <gasps> what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh you, don't, my God. you don't get to tap into the system and I, still have the insurance company pay for your I, shit when you didn't have it. What if like, they like, do that? Once I get in an accident, I pay my insurance premium after that. How y'all feel? What if they do that? Y'all, <laughs> y'all go cover What me? if they do that? What if the the insurance companies, so say for instance, right, you choose not to get vaccinated, okay? And we all know that this is something that everybody can catch. It's not selective. Everybody can get it, right? So the vaccine's here. You choose not to. You get COVID, but you have like these lasting effects from it where you have to constantly get treatment and things like that for, you know, other things that develop down the line. What if the insurance company starts to deny paying for um, treatment because it was preventative? I can see. Like, I can see that happening things. because they already. I can see that happening. They already because it was preventative. Yeah, now, and they if already you got the vaccine shit because of pre-existing conditions. So if they decide right. that this is something now, that if they want to get the vaccine mm-hmm. and you still get sick and develop all these issues, they pay for it because you you were vaccinated. Yeah. I mean that's that's a direction they could take if they wanted. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. I mean that'll I change just, the game. You know, it, it. I think it's hard to. Um, sometimes it can be hard to argue because number one, I agree with with anti-vaxxers as far as not knowing what potentially like long-term effects could be. Um, what we're seeing though with like COVID is there's, there's also some, some long-term effects that happen immediately. Some people have long COVID. Some people, I know a girl who's in the hospital all the time now with breathing issues because she got the first strand of it or whatever. Um, and so, you know, I understand that hesitation. I think they're not as familiar with the way, like this isn't a new vaccine. It's, I think the way that it came out makes people assume that it's new, but this but the way that it was developed was not new. They've been working on a coronavirus vaccine for decades. Like it, this is it. But it's hard to explain that with so much misinformation out there. And I think what I do understand also is like their fear of being controlled because it, it's a slippery slope. Like vaccines are one thing. Cause I think when it comes to public health, you're not nearly as free as you think you should be like, public health is not a thing that you could really argue like if if there's a zombie apocalypse and like you catch the shit in your nose and face and eyes and ears start bleeding and you turn into a zombie like everybody has to take the vaccine like sorry you can't still show up at the club <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> no, this is cannot. not this is not non-negotiable <laughs> my body autonomy this is my body right my if choice, i want to like, be a zombie nigga. i could be right. a zombie. okay my nigga but like no, no. Nigga, we about to quarantine <laughs> exactly. you in this little unit with these padded walls <laughs> exactly <laughs> and but this ventilation here, system here's the thing though too nowhere. right these are billion dollar organizations why would they put their brand at risk 
any, you know what I mean? It's not like, you know, they're, they're doing something that's going to hurt you, right? Where they get a class action lawsuit 20 years from now, right? Like, they were very thorough with this. And as Casey pointed out, they've been working on this for, for many years, right? So why would, some, why would a, a, a billion, multi-billion dollar company put their organization at risk of a class action where hundreds of millions of people well, are get, I mean, getting the same vaccine, the, right? The argument, it, it, though, is that there's plenty of medicines that we find out decades. Like, like were you one of the people that took such and such? <laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. Like, that shit's no, real. No, it's real. Like, it, the, you know. You ever use baby right. powder? Before? Right, <laughs> right. This Guess shit. what? And we gonna, we, we, gonna, we gonna make a vaccine <laughs> even though our baby powder was fucking up your kids. And that's crazy. How do we let they, them... Uh, they, they should not nigga. have been allowed to if we just go Why keep it are they I, I don't still know, in I don't know how that shit slipped <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know how they slipped through the cracks like, with that shit. No, nah, that, that, that Johnson that and was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I, no, but I, I just you, you keep that. But so the <laughs> when I was getting at with the control thing though is we've seen like the futuristic movies where you're all walking in, you know, single file lines and like everybody's kind of on like socialized food programs and shit. And they just look like drones, and it's like I think some people are they push back because it's like we don't want to get to a point where they have that kind of control over us. And I think my my response is typically, we're already there. They already do. Yeah. Like right. they already do. If they want to put a chip in your shit, they don't need to because you're walking around with that chip and you talk on it. Right. You do searches on it. You text and on it. And you'll kill yourself if you if you don't have it. Exactly. Yeah. So Exactly. They don't gotta force yeah. you to do anything. Yeah. yeah I, I but you know it to 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 Omar's earlier point, right? It's like he said, it's if you're scared, then say you're scared. You know, mm-hmm. I think what frustrates me is the amount of idiots that are speaking as though they have, you know, the knowledge. I saw a, um, <laughs> I saw, you know, and I'm a totally butcher it, but I just saw a meme just the other day, and it just really tickled me. Where it was like, imagine, you know, you study in school hard for three years, you do another three years to get your PhD. You know, you then, you know, you write a, a thesis, right? Residency, you do all of this stuff. Yeah, they they was listing all of this stuff. They was like, only to publish a paper, it 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 you know, it passes through the community, such 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 such. You write an article, someone on the internet says bullshit. I <laughs> 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 to just be like, so you've gone through all of these steps, right? You've done all of these things to become an expert at something, only to have some idiot that barely has a GED that is going to now call out all like and this is the society that we're living in now where we don't respect like and it's not even just about respecting science it's 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 that we don't respect people that have put in the work right Right. like everybody and because everybody has a voice everybody thinks that all of our voices are equal you know and and, question about that do you feel like if if uh, um, okay, I'm going to give you an example, but it's mainly because there is no example bigger than this. But Joe Rogan is pretty anti-vax. Um, and he has spewed quite a bit of misinformation on his podcast. And he um, has a following that is so incredibly massive that it is impacting the way young people look at the vaccine. Do you feel like Spotify, who is the host of his podcast, has any responsibility to censor that sort of thing? You know what? I So I've watched a couple of the Joe Rogan clips and you're correct. He is anti-vaxxer, but he, he, he does bring on 
different doctors that have a different opinion than him, right? It was like, it was a statistic he went out about, like he kept pushing on the show around like uh, people who uh, didn't get the vaccine or something like that. And, you know, he was going through the numbers and the data and he was trying to prove his point, right? About like, you know, people dying who've gotten the vaccine and stuff like that. And then the doctor came on and was like, no, you're, you're pushing a narrative with the data. He's like, if you look at the actual data, what you're saying is wrong, right? And he was like, oh, okay, right? But it's because Joe Rogan heard it from another doctor that was anti-vax, right? And that, that doctor was pushing their narrative. But he had another physician that came on and was like, no, that's actually wrong. If you look at the data, this is how the data reads. Was it Sajay Gupta? I feel like it, it was Sajay No, this was a, I think he corrected him too, but it was another f- physician that went on there and was like, or a scientist okay. that went on and was like, no, like this is how you look at the data. It's almost like a lot of people do this. They'll find some data that proves their point, but they only tell one part of the story from the data. They don't tell the whole part. Well, but I think the reason, I, the reason I use him as an example is because Ike said everybody has a voice, but they feel like their voice is as important as other i forgot how you worded it but like joe rogan's voice is incredibly powerful so does that um matter as far as like censoring a person because it's a there's plenty of niggas out here who are have a podcast or who are anti-vax you know they have a whole network called fox news where all of them are vaccinated but they happily push the anti-vax <laughs> narrative you talk about um, tucker no no all of because he's uh, constantly going at uh he's going after the uh m&ms being woke he's not having it he said no more he said they don't want to make they don't want to make sense why can't i be attracted to the sexy m&m anymore see that's what happens when the left get a hold of the m&m some shits are just regular as fuck if i want to jerk off to the m&m i should be allowed to jerk off to it Show ass out of here. But 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 Casey, to to to, to the question that you were asking though, because you 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 kind of changed it a little bit, right? Um, because yes, on on one level, you know, when when I say all voices aren't created equally, you know, and then you you know you bring in the aspect of influence and and just how powerful that can be. But then when you throw in censorship, that's when I start to change a little bit, right? Because the the jury is still out for me as it relates to the responsibility that the outlets have in censoring things, you know, and, and, and in that regard, I can become very staunchly first, you know, uh, amendment type person because in mm-hmm. and, and largely because of the fact that I think that, you know, fr- when you talk about a freedom, it's just that right. And unfortunately freedoms have to be paid for, you know, and and what I mean by that is it's not going to always be con- convenient or or you're not going to always hear what it is that you want to hear. Right. And so if we're going to live, th- this is the unfortunate consequence of living in a free society. Right. Is that, yes, I have the freedom to say something, but so do they. So so does the opposition, you know, and the moment that we start to say, well, let's eliminate what the opposition is saying, because remember, they did the same thing when we first started talking about uh, COVID's origins. You know, they were snatching down everything when people was like, "Ah, I don't know if I believe in this whole bat story. This seems more like this man came from that lab Mm -hmm. that's in Wuhan. China. And everybody was snatching it down and they were being censored. Right. (laughs) The Kung (laughs) Flu. Kung Flu. (laughs) You know, so like, you know, that's that's how everybody felt. And and really it was, right? 
some bigotry is like oh, God damn, that was, he was a, that was good. He was, was comedic, right? That was accurate. Like, when he kept calling homegirl <laughs> very Pocahontas, much so. very I would much laugh so. every time. He's like two percent. She has two like, percent in her blood. Pocahontas, ridiculous, Pocahontas. right? Ridiculous, ridiculous. But but you know we we you know just a few like months afterward they had to totally recoil that right. And so even when we see those type of moments we have to say to ourselves there is a danger when you when you start to say people can't say that thing right because I agree but and, and especially coming from this government right that and I, I will always stand on this as a black man knowing what they did to our community in just the 80s that we are now starting to fully uncover and we still haven't gotten any type of you know retribution for them uh, flooding our communities with crack right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like we know that that as as much as they may be you know accurate this this go round we're dealing with a um with a government that has a very shady history you know right. and they and, and and they get real loose with facts and you know figures well, the- and shit like that or whatever so i understand people's hesitancy as it as it relates to just wanting to wholeheartedly accept what it feels like the government is pushing. And and even though I think that there are times where the voice of opposition can be dangerous, uh, again, that is the unfortunate consequence of living in a free society, so right? Like, is I, that, I do want to, and this is just it's kind of a devil's there. advocate position that I have here, but like, would, wouldn't you say that, that free speech, as much as it's something that we want to cling to we want it to be as pure as possible um you know and and try our best not to limit it you know due to what you just spoke about isn't it starting to become a little bit of a slippery slope as well in the sense that what i'm saying is like you know um I think one of the the uh, exceptions is you can't, for instance, yell fire in a, a crowded place, you know, because that could cause panic, um, right, and, and harm. harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if the president of the United States, for instance, uh, decides to to make a comment that his followers has deemed as true and storm the Capitol or do something or or quote hang Mike Pence let's say he got a hold of his ass like you know I, I think it's it's starting to become it feels like a little relative because you could say I could yell fire in a crowded place and no one believes me and and nothing happens so why is that off the table but well, okay so so wait a minute so I'm with what I said earlier. I'm not saying that I don't think that people shouldn't be held accountable for what they say. I'm saying that I don't think that the outlets should attempt to censor it. You see what I'm saying? Like you can you can scream fire because you know what? It may be a fire. And at that point, then I need to know. I don't don't need people. Oh, no, no one can yell fire. And then we all burn in this fucking building. Right. (laughs) So it's like that. But if you yell fire. And there's a stampede and we turn out that it was a fire. Okay, who was it that said it? They have to be held accountable. So the individuals that say the dumb shit, the Tucker Carlson's and all these other individuals that are saying unsubstantiated things, they need to be the ones that are held accountable, not necessarily, you know, um, you know, like like in Fox News. And I do feel that I do feel like that those types of outlets um 
bear responsibility, right? Because they are producing the content. But like social media, this is this is the open room, right? They don't they don't tell you what to post. You choose to post it. They just don't snatch it down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that I don't think that we should be blaming Zuckerberg and TikTok and all these other people because they couldn't snatch the post down fast enough when we should be locking up the people that created the hysteria, right? Like I always feel like I feel like we're we're pointing our fingers at the wrong culprits you know what i'm saying right and, and i understand I that people feel like facebook has culpability because they are um uh, uh receiving revenue because of it but but their system is built that way for them to make things that people want to see accessible so that they can make money it's their system but but they didn't give you the bullets though you know what i'm saying like they didn't tell you to say that shit they are just capitalizing off of it. And it's like we never go after the people. We always go after yeah, Facebook needs to be better at policing these people. And I'm like, mm, OK, like 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 be careful about that, because they, they can get to a point where they snatch it down anytime that you want to say something. And there's going to be a point in society, probably in the near future, where where we need to get a message out, where we need to push back against the system. But now you got Facebook in cahoots with the government. And 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 it's just like how it is in China, where they snatch shit down that they don't want you to see. And it's like that's where we're leading towards if we're not careful. Right. Like government making it seem like they on the side of justice now. Now, nah, really, what they want is they want control over your free speech. They want to get it to the point where if they don't like what it is that you say, they can snatch that shit down. And because we're afraid of covid right now, we're going to give them our freedoms and then we're going to look up five, 10 years down the line and we're going to realize, damn, we can't say shit on this platform no more. Or, oh, man, people are losing their jobs every time but that they that, make a joke. And that, you but know that what takes mean? me and that back is, to that's dangerous. what I said about anti-vaxxers and their concern about giving too much of this kind of control to the government. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, l- listen, I'm not even someone that says and, and that's what I go back to what Omar said. If you scared, say you scared. Right. Like because I, I get it. I, I understand that there are some people that have legitimate concerns. I don't like it when. A nigga that has never passed a science class is 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 talking about biology and he knows more than Fauci, the person that studied his entire life, like because that's a different brand of ignorance. But but I don't I don't mind the challenge, but do your research and come with more than some, you know, YouTube video from some hotepian you know what i mean like i don't feel like i don't want to you know what i mean because like now we're getting into a dangerous zone once we do that like do the literature do your you know do your research or whatever come with some legit facts and figures that the access to all of the false information like people could feel a certain type of way and go on the internet and find something that actually prove it so it's it's just people understanding what's real and what's like an opinion and and that's the hard part because it's like you're expecting people to use common sense but <laughs> right. common sense ain't common it ain't right common. so and and that's 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 what's crazy because it's like yeah you should be able to say whatever you want to like i'm a big fan of protecting that ability to speak up but like for people who are Viewing like just ridiculousness that you go to create come to the school, havoc. Come to the school uh, with your guns loaded and ready. Which girl? Could you book? Man, I mean, just 
the balls I'm on that bitch. you, my wokeness. You know what I'm saying? We would be arrested at the school board meeting. Like, what are you the talking about? The balls on her. That's what I thought they should have did. I'm like, I mean, she got charged, but we'll see what she should have been arrested, from. like tackled and arrested. And for those of you all that are listening right now that are trying to figure out what we're talking <laughs> about recently, there was a woman in the news uh, who was at a like a school board meeting and she was um, talking about how she was refusing to wear masks and she doesn't her, want her child yeah. to wear a mask. And, and if her child has to wear a mask on Monday, I'm going to be coming in. I'm going to have guns every loaded. Every single gun you know, loaded and, and ready. Every single gun loaded and ready. And then she kind of got cut off because she was at time and everybody's like, oh shit, well, uh, that sounded like a threat, threat right. to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what you going to do with them loaded guns? And like how, how absent <laughs> minded you can be with the epidemic of school shootings like why would you mm. even why would you you did that on she did that on purpose yeah. like like yeah. she used that reference on purpose she did that on purpose because she knows it was a terroristic threat yes hands down yeah she knows what that'll do to everybody that'll get everybody's attention if and she I was arrested this. she was arrested that's the only thing she was charged. Yeah, she. Uh, I think she posted her five thousand dollar bail or whatever. But five thousand dollar bail. I'm like, I'm like, they need to lock her ass up. So what's going like, to happen on Monday? Sample out of her. You know what I mean? I mean, they did. They Omar, they beefed, exactly. they beefed up security. And, and, and that's though. what people want to know. They did. They so what's going down Monday is what you're saying. I ain't shit gonna happen. Possibly. Because now Possibly. she she was she was backpedaling like I was just saying symbolically. Oh, yeah. no. You know, girl bye. Shut your girl. You know what I'm saying? See? Like, but see and see that's that January sixth shit, know? right? Where where yep. people feel like I was where people taking a feel tour. like well, they were never really that dangerous, and it's like okay, they killed cops. I saw niggas walking around with with, with zip ties right. and, and 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 had guns. Oh, on there them. were bombs too. You know how many of those officers there were, were tired? After exactly, that, Omar. They recovered bombs. Do you know how many of those officers that responded to that event retired after that and committed suicide? Mm. Yes, or died by suicide. Like unbelievable. And, you know, we were listening to a podcast recently of one of the officers who was, you know, very much involved. And he was just saying, like, how how big of a mind fuck it is just to kind of see these light sentences and, you know, all the the quote repercussions that are occurring. And it's like 20 days for for what if y'all were where we were and saw what we saw, we did see a lot of what they saw. Y'all still are, are allowing this to be like, well, he only put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Nigga, what? We couldn't even there. get close to Nancy Pelosi. Like, he was we, there. It would have been a firing squad if it was yep. a bunch of black people. And again, oh, I'm sorry. Yep. I, Hands down. And, and yep. it, to his credit, because this particular police officer being interviewed was a black man. They would, were asking him, you know, why why didn't you guys shoot? And he didn't. He's like, I don't want to really speak to that. But the the short answer I'll ask you is, sh- which one? Shoot who? Like, mm. it was so many of them. And they had guns. Like, shoot who? Like, and that was the, the difference. Like, if they knew that there was going to be a rally of that size and it was like Black Lives Matter or Antifa or whoever they want to determine was out there, they would have had an army prepared for it. Like, it, you know, it's just, it's such a gaslight. Like, it, basically telling us we didn't see what we saw. And it's, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, are you guys ready to get into the podcast? 
You bullshitting, right? <laughs> you on some bullshit today. You on there some it is. bullshit. Thank you, Troy. You on some bullshit. We just did the podcast. So happy. We you're just back. did it. I'm so so happy. It, it, Brittany couldn't even hold it. She <laughs> <I> couldn't. <laughs> you do this every time. Every time. I know, and you're surprised you know every time. We just time. did the podcast. That. You guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Right. Y'all going to tap out. It's good to talk good to check. you again. <laughs> nice chat. There were very fine right, people Lisa. on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. We need to talk about that because I feel like we don't talk about love and relationships as much, but that's... Right. It's a lot more twist. Yeah, it's a lot more twist. It's been a lot more twist. A lot more twist. We are here with our very special, special guest. We have Omar... Trollmar, Gang Gang, Black Fat. There was a new one. I wrote it down. Do you guys remember what it was? <laughs> Pandemic O. Pandemic O. Pandemic O. Omar Jones. Hello, everyone. And unlike you, I am Omar Jones. <laughs> 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 and we are also here with our very special guest, the greatest host of all time, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the producer of this podcast. Uh, what am I missing? I'm sorry, guys. I'm usually very good at this. But my man's Isaac Paul. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'm so glad that the people still remember who they I am because apparently Casey does not. Listen, okay. I'm just <laughs> doing this out of, I don't know. Anyway, but no, I'm very excited to be talking to you guys because it's a, it's a new year. Um. I don't do resolutions. I don't imagine you guys do either. Uh, I mean, maybe. I did decide that I was going to try to start doing something on the side that I don't like try to get paid for, like baking or doing some artistic stuff. Like, I don't know. I just feel like everything we do, we try to monetize. And I feel like I need to like clear my mind by doing something more creative. So that's kind of what I've decided to do this year. You know, I I don't don't do resolutions, but I I do um, identify themes. Mm. Um, yeah, normally sometime in December, and it always happens around December that I know what I want to kind of concentrate on a little bit for the next year. And so I, I have identified what that will be for me this year. And uh, what that is for me this year is I told myself that I wanted to start like being more like uh, like like vocal or focal as it relates to utilizing like my gifts but almost to the point of what you said not necessarily directed at oh I'm trying to accomplish this thing but just just actually start doing more things that I that I feel passionate about you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so I I guess kind of almost in a similar space as you that I I, I determined that like I've always had an objective when I was using the gift instead of just using it just because it's in me and I want to get it out so I'm gonna start being a little bit more creative and adventurous with uh 
the things that I, I participate in. Yeah. For me, for me, it's always every year is like always about growth. So in every area of my world, um, at the top of the year, I always tell myself on January 1, okay, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> level up. <laughs> like across the board so that means you took you that know, literally last year like, <laughs> like level, level up, up across the, like across the board so like at work uh wherever i started january one come towards the end of the year i should be in a different spot like a different position or just like visibly More able evolved. to see that i'm like yeah you know one more step mm-hmm. next to where i'm where i'm trying to be And just same thing, like at home, like, okay, do something, you know, dope to the house, something that I wanted to do to the house or with the kids or whatever the case. But just making sure that it's just everything is kind of like taking just a step further, like pushed a step further. I like that. It's a good motto to live by. Omar, did you have that you started out with? Nah. I don't do that shit. Okay. I'm always working on shit every day, so That's I don't true. do resolution. I don't wait for the, the, the end right. of the year to start getting my life together. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> crazy. You're not in the gym on the second. Right. No, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm always working on some shit. Gotta always be Okay, working. so yeah. when is the last day you can say Happy New Year? <laughs> like, when is oh, we passed what's that. the cutoff day? Like, uh, after that first week. Okay. You get a week. Right. <laughs> I usually say it up to like three months. Oh, shit. Okay, that's that's way too far out. (laughs) If I haven't talked to you in three months and I'm like, hey, I haven't talked to you since last year. Happy New Year, by the way. They're like, that was, it's been three months in, homie. (laughs) But I haven't seen you. It's not a new year, though. (laughs) I haven't talked to you. I know. It's it's funny, but like sometimes it's this weird third week space where it's like, all right, my nigga, like stop putting that in your emails. That's, don't, don't do that anymore. Um, Well, you know, I find that this year has been already kicking off with plenty of, of controversy. Um, it, certainly in the political space, it feels like we can't seem to avoid it no matter what we try to do. And when I say we, I mean me. Um, so <laughs> Mitch McConnell, obviously the the Voting Rights Act got shot down by the Senate, which is great. Um Mitch McConnell said, you know, when he was speaking about it, the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistic, African-American voters are voting in just as high a percentage as Americans. Um, And he got chewed out. You know, it it went viral because basically he's saying African-American voters are not American voters or that Americans are white or considered white. And we're kind of this subgroup. Um, Did you guys hear about that? And if you did, like, what were your thoughts on it? I am processing right now. Oh, so you did, I did not, not. Oh, yeah. He here. Uh, Mitch that. McConnell, for those who don't know, is a minority leader in the Senate from Kentucky. He has way too much power because he represents like three people. No offense to Kentucky, Kentuckians. But um, yeah, he's an overall terrible human being. His wife is Asian. So this is, you know, it's interesting. Um, but so when I saw that it was going around, um, it wasn't surprising because I feel like they're just kind of saying certain things out loud that they've always said. But it's not isolated to Republicans or Mitch McConnell specifically. Um, I don't know if you guys remember in 2019 when 
Joe Biden was running, he said, poor kids are just as bright as white kids. So <laughs> same thing. <laughs> like, I don't know if they just all look at us like all white Americans look at other minorities as subgroups and like they're the only actual Americans or you know if they just it's it's the way that it, we're, we're sort of presented to the world like as yeah yeah I'm, I'm on board with you I think that's what it is we're we're the subculture or the subgroup of the of America and I think it's been beat into everyone's head Right, even right. from when we were little, even ours. Yeah, and so right. I think it's uh, I think these old fucks, right? Like, <laughs> God, we gotta get really, them the fuck out of here. It's I'm really just time. I'm to die. Like they just it's, got to go. But they're bringing really up time. new ones, though. Right. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about early, prior to the podcast. Podcast that <laughs> you know when you think about it, like. The, it's like why was why are these the best candidates right they old as shit they're they're outdated right why aren't you putting the back and behind younger more progressive people where where they where, where, where we don't have they to paid dumb them shit. as radical <laughs> so like progress progress is considered <laughs> radical nigga what it's like can we get a solid person up there why do we keep getting these old fucks that don't even know how to log on to the fucking internet and Listen. it's like they're making decisions that impact everyone yeah. right it's just it's so fucking annoying and then they get up and say the dumbest shit the and it's dumbest. like did you just say that dumb shit i should slap the shit out of you <laughs> or i would have called mccann out like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> explain yourself <laughs> sir uh-huh go on well you know uh, the african-american and uh oh, and, no. and, and americans right you know <laughs> you like continue sir because <laughs> i need to i need to hear you articulate this so we can see where you're going Listen, <laughs> you like, go I, I, I still stand by who i voted for but there was a very um a very interesting thread that that someone posted um that i wanted to read to you guys about Democrats, because I think like some people are in a space where it's like we literally just keep doing the same thing or allowing the same thing to to happen to us as voters, um, especially as black voters, because we are a huge voting piece and we just kind of give our votes to um, to Democrats without question. Um, and so I, I found this thread that I found interesting and wanted to. um Read it to you guys and see what you thought. So, all right. Every time Dems fail, somebody says, Oh, if only we knew then what we know now, we might have done things differently. But the reality is that Dems never do things differently. We always have the same playbook, we all, always fail in the, exactly the same way. After winning power, thanks to overwhelming support from black and brown people, Dems immediately tacked toward the center mass of the white people who literally just got finished rejecting them. That's always matched with promise to, quote, work across the aisle and get Republican votes, even though that party lost and even though they vow to act in bad faith and do everything they can to stop the incoming de Democratic administration. Dems then either pass watered down legislation or no legislation that is aimed at helping white economic concerns. Upending the structures of racial injustice is left for, quote, year two or done only at the margins through administrative rulemaking instead 
rulemaking instead of uh, sweeping legislation. Year two comes and the GOP is bitching about what the Dems did pass while the black and brown people who, again, put Dems in power have not seen their issues put front and center. But then Dems say putting those issues front and center is too, quote, divisive. Midterms come, Dems lose seats. Now they can get nothing done legislatively and the Democratic president is belated forced to use executive action, which can easily be overturned in a desperate action to seem like they're doing something. And the cycle repeats again and again. Some dim senator is made the scapegoat, i.e. Lieberman, Manchin. But it all stems from a party DNA refusal to use maximal power immediately to support the black and brown base that put them in power. And then when we lose, when the best efforts of the non-white minority are not enough to overcome dedicated white opposition to fairness and equality, Dems blame progressives or identity politics or low black turnout. Meanwhile, what, uh, when Demo- or I'm sorry, when Republicans take power, the first thing they do is find a black or brown or immigrant group to beat up on so that their sick, degenerate white supremacist base feels good about itself. Then they start handing out cash money to their donor class. Uh, Dems win power. Moderate Dems refuse to let Dems use power. Dems lose power. Moderate Dems blame progressive for being too radical. Ad infinitum. Uh, we are at step two of the cycle. I thought I was listening to an audio book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did I just zone out and, and ended up listening to an audio book? Listen, you... Your voice is amazing, by the way. Oh, uh, my God. I... I, I I was Can't. soothing off. It was like the soothing sounds. Stop. Like Casey's. <laughs> right? I was zoning out. But uh, I think that's a really, really good article and i think i agree with all of it yeah I, I, I think but it, what it, can we do different because the like either sitting out or voting for republicans doesn't feel like an option either i think we need our own party they yeah people have been talking about that right man right. but you know what though we don't know how to work together that it wouldn't happen well there's a we don't know how to come together enough for that that sounds good and i would love something like that but you got too many people who are like top notch gray A conspiracy theorists and Delicious. everything will be tied to Illuminati. Yeah. Everything will be tied up into it and it would be too much and it wouldn't be enough support. Right, right. Right. You're not. Would you say get the get the Dr. Umar side oh of the party? Oh my god! <laughs> but and I then you like would lose Every me. party has like radical sides of it. So like you know, I I just I feel like nowadays, man, we we're 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 lacking a a sensible, logical, you know, but but yet kind of like poignant voice. You know, I I, I feel like there are people who who exhibit that that degree of passion and that degree of like knowledge but then where they may lack sometimes or, or where they may end up lacking is in their inability to maybe um create or form a coalition right like i'll give you an example like you know i love angela rye i think she's brilliant you know i, I think that the way that she articulates her thought you know um she she she's very clear headed in terms of why she feels a certain way, you know, and, and I always feel like the, the stances that she takes, um, you know, are, are fair, 
But then I think that because of just um, and, you know, I don't I don't I don't want to make any like suppositions or, you know, like or say anything about like strength. But but when you think about like an Obama type, Obama not only had that ability to be able to, um, you know, articulate his thought. He, he also had a very like unifying tone. He you got know, people that, to trust him. To, to trust them and to build bridges, right? right. And, and like you have to be able to do that as a politician. Right. So it's like you sometimes you have to be more than just knowing your shit and, and even making the right decisions. You know, you, you have to also be able to articulate it in a way that connects with people. Well, you have you know? to be and, and able I, to connect to people's energy because, see, we don't so. know you, right? And all of the, you could do all the interviews, we could do all the exposés on your family, where you came from and all of that, but we don't know you. We don't really know what your true intention is. And so that's what made Obama great. He was able to, he was able to communicate that without even saying. Like, we were able to trust in what he had to say. But it could be what said we deal that with because I mean he connected with people, but he also radicalized a big chunk of folks that were very unhappy that a black president even existed. And, and well, we're not well, going to be see, able to see, get those away people from were that. Just mad, right? And, and those people were just mad because of his identity, right? right. right? Like like they 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 weren't going to like anything that really any black person right, had right. to say because just the the pure sight of his presence. Um, quote unquote radicalize them right. you know and I'm not even talking about those individuals but I'm talking about when we think about the lot of politicians that we have right now which one has that tone that you feel like this is this is someone that can lead people you know because it's not always just about the policy it's about the temperament who right. has the right temperament today to be able to say something to be able to cut through the thick because there are times when we hear about some of this ridiculousness that's happening and i'm just like you know like i i saw a passionate speech that cory booker gave on on the floor the other day and it's like i love cory booker right like i, I think that he he's 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 more for the good towards anything else right but he doesn't have that Mm, you, you know what I'm saying? You're looking because for that strength sometimes, right? It yeah, and it's like yeah. because he, the, the it factor, right? And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the next person that has that it factor that can they have talk to, about that shit. Right. They have to be able to not just appeal to the people who believe in everything that they say and support them initially, right? You have to be able to cross those lines and talk to the people who are believing the fake information, like from all that noise that's out on the internet, you have to be able to kind of cut through that to, to get that group of people to look at you and say, uh, okay, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. It, our issue is not about the people who understand what needs to happen or really truly understand what is going on and really see, you know, the lies and can see some of the, the, the truth, right? We're, we're, we need to, like, really attack the people who open-mindedly and by choice believe just some of the craziest shit right and and that is actually what's helping fuel some of that some of that hate and some of that that radicalization against the government and, and what what came behind all that shit on january 6th last year like all of that false rhetoric like it's just it's just all fueled by just just lies so we we need somebody that people can just people can trust and, and and that would just make a whole world of difference. And then when we talk about trust nowadays, like I think it feels different. You know, like like in, in 2022, we're going to need a new type of politician. You know, um, back in the day, they were 
they were they would they would present themselves with like this you know wave of infallibility you know like like i've done nothing wrong in the past you know because even when we say trust right i I think that trust is 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 going to come down to are you the person that you present yourself to be and you know what i will say this much as it relates to trump right for all of the craziness dealing with him he was who he said he and that's, was. That's right. right. Every that step of the way. That's why people off gravitated. That, off that escalator, yeah. and he said that craziness. And if you loved it, then you loved him from the moment he stepped off that escalator and said that crazy shit up until January sixth, yeah. and they still love him. When it comes to Democrats, you never really know who they are, right? Yeah. Because they know the bullshit that's going on, but they don't really call it out, right? Like, and and, and they're not well, speaking about it. Like, a, they, a vast, they're, they're a little too media trained. Right, but you know I also think saying? there's a, a mass, uh, there's such a massive difference between the types of Democrats and the only thing you can do with these people, because a lot of them probably don't necessarily subscribe to the old school Democratic way, is to just put them into one party because they don't fit in the other. Like, uh, an AOC and a Joe Biden or even um, trying to think or Joe Manchin for fuck's sake are c- completely different, but somehow they're both considered um, Democrats. So it's like, it's hard to just say all Democrats are this way. Cause, cause to be honest, the person has been really sticking out for me that actually could do this fucking job, but he would never get elected is Pete Buttigieg. I don't know if y'all fuck with him, but my God, like he is brilliant. Yeah, he's yeah. incredibly. This guy is and, and, brilliant. And I don't like give a, a shit a, a who he's fucking. Yes. Or like that? Or like yeah, he, I don't I give mean, a shit. I don't who care he's who fucking. he's fucking. I don't care who he's married to. Yeah, that man can do the either. job, and he yeah, and I he agree. speaks in. He gives me a little bit of Obama energy. Like he speaks mm-hmm. in a way that like is very um, palatable, understandable, and and like like I hear what y'all are saying, but I don't I don't do the dumb shit. Like, I think right. the, the fact that, like, you know, Biden even sometimes or Kamala sometimes, like, they they sort of pander or they dance around the questions instead of just, like, facing certain things head on. It's just like, nigga, that's why we feel like we can't trust y'all. Right. Maybe you, on that BS. Yeah. Like, and, nigga, just say we would love to do that. Because the thing is, like, what I learned about this, um, I think it was like a policing me- measure or something that they were trying to pass. And that was something that black people wanted. That was something on the agenda. And it was one of the first things that they put up. And they got the National FOP on board, which is, you know, a police organization, the biggest police organization in the country that for them to work with Democrats and, and Republicans alike is unheard of. But no Republican voted for it. And so it failed on the Senate floor. But they were like, but y'all pass Asian rights and all this shit. Yeah, they tried to pass police reform and Republicans refused, even though they pretend to be, quote, Blue Lives Matter or whatever. So, like, if you guys made that more clear to the public, that it's like we actually are trying to move the needle and these niggas are actively trying not to or keep the shit from happening like making voting or even make just making voting day a holiday would change change things for a lot of people like i gotta take off work to go vote for some niggas i don't really fuck with like that like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like this shit is trash so i like pete though i like pete though yeah pete with the shit yeah i like the other guy too beto o'rourke but he just can't win for shit he can't. He can't. And it's, like his name too. is not Beto. So I think that's he, number one, you you want some Ted Cruz shit. That's not you trying to sound like, 
you're Hispanic and you're not. And yeah. Ted Cruz is trying everything not to sound Hispanic. <laughs> and and I like hard. Yang too. I like Andrew Yang. I think he's. I he's fuck with Yang. That used to be my guy, yeah, but he I was doing some shit during that mayoral mayoral race, and I was just or governor race. Who was he running? Was for it in New, New York? York? Was I think in New York? Yeah, but I can't remember if it was the mayor or the uh, governorship. But anyway, he was. Um, he was saying some weird shit, and I was so, just like, "All right, yo." <laughs> so you'll you'll appreciate this case because when you said blue lives matter, I thought about the the the, the challenger for J.B. Prisker in Illinois governor race okay. is a black guy. He's running as a Republican, and he's of course, basically is run. his name Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> no, basically saying he's gonna clean up the crime. He ends the campaign with with saying all lives matter. I was uh, like, why he put that shit? Drop the mic on them pigs. Drop the mic on them. Is this a joke? No, I'm like, get your black ass. <laughs> is this a joke? Who is uh, it? Are, is he talking about low skilled workers or like whose lives? <laughs> is this a joke? Yeah. Omar. He walked out tap dancing. He walked out tap dancing. He said, let me go ahead and yeah. tap dance my way. He's backed this. by uh, what's the Citadel guy? Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Ken Griffin. So he's backed by a billionaire. Kidding me? He's backed by a billionaire. See, and you figure out who did. Uh, <laughs> he said uh, all uh, lives Aurora matter. Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin. Is that who we're talking about? Richard Irvin. No, it's no. it's for Illinois. It's a it's a it's he just. I know. Entered. It says Aurora Mayor Richard. Irvin oh yeah. ju- jumps Black into guy. the GOP yeah. governor's race. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably him. Is that him? That's him. Shit. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find a picture. No here. way. <laughs> he said all no lives way. matter. <laughs> All no, lies matter. Not all <laughs> lies. They do matter, you psychopath. But we're talking about <laughs> but black I'm like, lives right now. But I'm like, no one is even saying that anymore, right? No like, one no one's even, even talking that about that. I didn't even Rowan. know that. That's I didn't. No one is. Oh yeah, even so he was the first black there. mayor of Aurora. Yeah, well, I knew that, but I didn't know he was running for governor. Oh, he no. JB man. got my vote. You you fuck with JB. (laughs) So so in Illinois, like between JB and what sucks really, especially with with both the mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot and JB, is they came in to a pandemic. Like not only, you know, you had a bunch of issues with Chicago and the state of Illinois in general, just politics in general in, in Illinois is wild um so to come in and then have the pandemic on top of it be the first thing you have to deal with yeah it it, It was it felt like they were set up to fail but i know a lot of people don't really fuck with them uh i fuck with them all day well you don't really live there no more so i don't think you can really say no i'm just uh, (laughs) i have not changed my motherfucking address okay (laughs) Uh, my voting card and my home is in illinois right okay so i will be voting and i'm mad that i can't vote for Lori because i officially just changed my address to the damn suburbs fucking Uh, suburbs yes so you so like Lori because on both I sides of things, I'm hearing people don't fuck with Lori. Yeah, I love Lori. I fu- and you know what? Because I voted for both of them and I approve of the job that they did with COVID. Honestly, they they talked. They made sure they communi- communicated with the people every day. Like literally, like I, I, I fuck with them. I so you, them. you fuck with the oppressive vaccination cards to go into restaurants and, <laughs> and all that shit? Yes, I do. Hey, yes, I do for my safety. They made me do that at Chick-fil-A yesterday. For really? Really? I swear to God. You are wow. lying. 
Are you serious, yeah. bro? They like wait, 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 wait. Were you sitting in there to yeah. eat, or you just to no, go in to, to sit, order? No, sit down and eat. I said they was like for oh, here to go. Okay, I was like for here. They was like all right. I need to see the the vaccine. Oh, I do it out here wow. in California that's all the time. Well, yeah, Everywhere I, I just I feel like well, California, California is different, right? Like, like I think the difficult part is you also have a shit ton of employees that are being expected to police this thing. Like that's what yeah. is so interesting to me. Yeah, and they yeah. and they ass whoop too. You know what I'm saying? Like this feels <laughs> like. Up. Did y'all see the little video of um, the little white girl who just said, fuck it. This um, woman walked into the restaurant and the waitress stopped her and said, ma'am, you need to put on your mask. And the woman wanted to argue back and forth with her. And the girl just took off her apron and threw everything down. And said, I did I don't, see look, that. I'll I don't get, get paid, paid enough, enough for this. <laughs> and left. Yes. Wow. And, 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 and so <laughs> after she left, hold up. After she left, the bitch was like, fuck it. I'll put Fine. it on. And, I'll put and it put on. put the mask on. Bitch. I was like, bitch. <laughs> you just. I, I feel you like make that girl quit. Right. Yeah. And it I was feel horrible. like that's such a, a thing, right? Like to put on these employees, right? Because just imagine if, if I was in Chick-fil-A yesterday and I just didn't want to deal with it or if I had an attitude, right? If he's like, yeah, I just need to see that vaccination card. I'm like, you don't need to see shit. Go get my damn food, right? <laughs> right. You know just I mean? trying to eat. Get the fuck out of <laughs> my face. Don't ask me no fucking questions. Just go get my damn food. That's what I pay you for, to get the food. Listen. <laughs> who, are you, who are you, Dr. Fauci? Let the, these, right? these anti-vaxxers be, oh, so you want the Star of David on my shoulder? Like, what is this? This feels like Nazi Germany right now. Like, okay, y'all. It's and I think, and then now extreme. I overcompensate too. Like, when I do go somewhere and, and the people are really nice, then I'm extra nice to them because I'm like, I'm sure right, you probably had a shitty day, right? Right, like, right. Because people, people ain't shit. No, no. I, I have found myself turning up the charm in, in service spaces because everyone's yeah. off their rocker. Um, yeah. All right, I'm going to pivot a little bit, but this is something that actually went viral in December, and I think it still applies. You know, it's evergreen, but I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it's really funny. Um, so this couple went viral for revealing their system for paying bills. Uh, the woman was the only one talking and the dude is like sitting there like smiling. So everybody was like this nigga. But anyway, uh, the woman stated that her paycheck is direct deposited into his account and he gives her a hundred dollar allowance per week. Um, <laughs> I just, I think it's the term. Al- What's the problem? <laughs> okay. I think the term allowance is probably what was off putting to people. So what you think she should only get fifty? Don't no. I think I think <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me Well, is she bad I, with I money? See, is she bad with money? It, see, that's what we don't know. But people were just like, bitch, you got your whole check going into this man's account. And not even a joint it didn't sound like it was a joint account. It sounded like it's going into his account and he gives her a hundred dollars of her money per week. I, I y'all go ahead because what is he doing with the rest of the money paying the bills and i after that i don't i don't have the answer yeah so you have to break it down right like she could be bad with money right right, right. And he could be protecting her and the yes, household from herself right? but if he's just sitting on the shit like it is for him <laughs> that's kind of messed up <laughs> And I don't think they're married either, so it's you know it's a slippery slope. That's a dangerous yeah. game. I think it, yeah, I think there could hey. be a lot of things going on there, right? That hey, we probably how don't know. people handle they shit, they ain't none of my business. Right? Because let me tell you Man, something. Because sometimes <laughs> that not shit works. Not a day, Brittany. Not a day, Brittany. But if you telling everybody shit, 
it's my business now, right? That's, it's just yo. like <laughs> it's like it is you my just business. You put now. us in your business, right? It's, right. it's like the I say this every time. It's like the people on social media like flaunting their relationship, and then right. soon as they break up, it's like I wish people would mind their business. I want my All privacy. It's like no, I need to know what happened because you guys were right. really happy last. <laughs> this week. is you, our you relationship. Said, you you said you pulled up. So what happened <laughs> right. after you pulled up? <laughs> you was on live talking about you pulled up, bitch. So what happened? Tell us what happened. How did it? How did it shake out? <laughs> This our business now. <laughs> Shit, I'm invested. Right. I'm on season yeah. seven of this fucking sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people would mind their business. <laughs> no, bitch, this oh, our sorry. business now. Right. Oh, hey, y'all, she deleted all his photos, so I guess that's that conversation didn't go well. Right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Cause I could, cause you do notice that, like, there are sometimes when people, when they put their business out there, you do take an active interest in it. At that yeah. point, like, I right, well, shit, all right, I'm, I'm hey, tuned let me in. Get my popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all, she going on live. Right, she finna on. go live. She finna go live. <laughs> bitch, go live. Tea. Bitch, go live. Like, yeah. So he got me fucked up. I'm in a car right now on the way to to his crib. I know that bitch over there. He got me fucked up. Y'all and y'all finna see. Y'all finna see because he a dog. Clarence is a dog. So oh she pull up, she pull up, he open the door, you see a bunch of ch- 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 shit go dead. So everybody like, oh, it's going down. Oh, it's going down. And they wait and they like, girl, go, girl, cut your laugh back on. <laughs> y'all all in my business. I need y'all to get out of my business. But what's going on between me and Clarence ain't got nothing to do with y'all. I really wish I would find some business for your own. Just broadcast. You just That's how I literally felt about took Danny us to the Lee door and the, and the baby when they were going through that whole bit. It was just like my God. Like I wasn't keyed into them like that. But then when they went back and forth, I was just like Jesus. It's like these guess, reality yeah. shows, right? They yes. they they put us in their business and something happens. It's like please respect our privacy at this respect time. Respect our it's privacy. Like, no, time. I'm invested. What happened? I need you an update. Right publicly put it out there that y'all were broken up like i need to know why i need to know right. who's getting the children like what are we doing here what are we doing how y'all working this out right yes, yes it, was, that should be so but funny. no when it comes it to money funny. i you know being in the financial space i would imagine that i would be the one that's trusted with you know the managing the the bag right <laughs> uh but you know i think kind of rationing the money out well yeah no y'all are right it's i think she just called it allowance which made her sound like a child right but, but i'm thinking like can she make a big purchase if she wanted to you know what i mean that's like, the question i think that's what people were trying to it's so many questions here that i need an update right. on this article yeah I need yeah because like you you don't know what their situation is right so it's like did they start off independently and then she jag rent or something or like what what happened? She has a crack right? habit. Like you know, he's like she used the rent money on some Balenciagas. <laughs> yeah. Like what are you doing? You, know, you get, you get one eight ball she, a week. That's it. And that's a hundred dollars. Right. That's it. Or they could be they could where they live and the bills that they have together. Maybe she just don't want to deal with it. Maybe she just doesn't like the stress of it and just like okay, well he handles it, so I don't have to worry about it. Maybe she's just that trusting. It's possible. But the hundred dollars a week just sounds yeah. weird to me, though. Like, why? Yeah, why a like, hundred? What, what can you do like, with why that? Why a hundred? I, I mean, that. maybe he's buying all the groceries too. So, like, you know, so many answers. So, a hundred dollars a week isn't very much. Yeah, it is a yeah. lot of questions. But I thought you because did. I'm with I'm with you know of course you know couples. I feel like couples should always both contribute to the home. You know what I'm saying to the situation, whatever y'all situation is, is, is 
is y'all business. Whatever works, works. Because it's not a cookie cutter like right. situation. Right, and it, it's not always financial contribution. Right, right, I, absolutely. So um, whatever works, works. But <clears throat> I don't like the idea of somebody being taken advantage of. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think that's So I think that's felt. that knee-jerk reaction when it's like you giving him all your money. It's almost like, you know... Girl, don't don't give him all your money. Like what you mean? Like, Cause you can't but get we it don't out. Know this Brittany, if Brittany, like blink if you need us to help you. Blink. <laughs> yes, blink. you know what I'm saying. Because Brittany a roll up. Like listen, it was girl, like no, remember that time like, R. Kelly did that interview and they, and then they interviewed one of the girls and he was coughing in the other room and shit. But she right. started talking. She looking up over Gail's head and shit. I don't even know if it was Gail, but she like looking to see if she could say stuff. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, and and you know what? And it probably was the choice of words too right because had she said i deposit uh, you know the majority of my check and i keep a hundred dollars that's different than my check and then he gives me a hundred dollars like that that's what made it sound like some pimp shit yeah Yeah, and then you you run with the tricks and then he he give you your little kickback or whatever he didn't explain he didn't jump in and say like at all he just sat there like absolutely like yeah that's what we doing that's what we doing smirking in the background like dude he sure was right you are he did have that creep that that like mild creep look right she gonna be would you say that r kelly look where he just sitting in the background with sunglasses right. on. She gonna right. be in the lobby of a hotel sleep in the corner. What do y'all oh, want God, from me? me <laughs> I'll fight for my life. Right. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just the choice of words. She needs to um they did that on purpose just to excite some, they did. some uh, they conversation. Did. They yeah. did. They totally did. You knew you knew that that was the moment. And you know what? And that's the thing too, man, that like nowadays when we see stuff, because like for instance, a moment ago you all were talking about the video that went viral where the woman comes in and she uh, was asked to put her mask on and she was like, oh, no, and the woman, you know, um, you know, quit. That actually, I, I, I've noticed it that, that that it's been retrending again recently because it first came out in 2020. I remember mm-hmm. it back then. And I remember reading the comments and some people were pointing things out and they was like, I think this is staged, right? And mm-hmm. I remember seeing that and just in a moment going, oh, but okay, you know what, I pause you know what i'm saying and i had to pause myself because so much stuff that we're seeing on social media nowadays is intended right. to incite us right and and people are getting as good as the algorithm right they're getting good at staging shit and making us think that that thing really happened and it's an elaborate skit because right. they want likes they want views they want shares and so we got to almost be cautious sometimes in terms of are the reactions that we have to the content that we see because sometimes we're like okay y'all just happen to know to start recording at that right. at that precise moment you know and sometimes people are good with playing the shit off but it's like i never want to feel like i'm a drone or or i'm a pawn in someone's game that they're playing to get me roused up and get me upset like somebody made a comment early today where they was like all right so for all y'all that was you know voting on biden and everything you know what i'm saying and you know was mad at uh you know ice cube right, for ice cube. saying x y and z you know what i'm saying how y'all feel now you know and, and when i saw it, it, it viscerally i kind of had like a little bit of a you know, an emotion because I was just like, see, that's that bullshit right there. But then I stopped and I was like, you know what? Every time that this girl posts, she's one of those types that likes to try to stir the pot and get right. everybody roused up. And I I'm stand like, by my frustration I, I need to, with Ice Cube. Uh, like this was something we exactly, could have been talking exactly. about long before two weeks before the goddamn exactly. election. 
I stand right. by that shit. Right. We should have been had a right. plan. You want to put this quote platinum icy plan in place, you know, before voting day. <laughs> I was working on the gold plan, but I came up with the platinum right. plan. Like I got two weeks the platinum plan. And I, f- I fucks with Ice Cube. Same. It was just like, dude, this is. Come it was trash. Come on. Yeah. It was trash. We knew it was trash. Right, right. Yeah. And, 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 and when I saw that, you know, when I saw the way that. You know that that I felt just immediately. I was like, okay, I got, I have to be cautious because while I feel how I feel, I was like, just literally before even this podcast, I was like, I'm going to make a a bigger attempt at at toning down my my reactions to to the content that I'm seeing on on you know the, because because on a level we're all being controlled. The moment yeah. that you subject yourself to this social media, we're all being controlled in a way of a lot of times what we see is what the algorithm wants to show us. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, it's so when you don't really think about that, you know, and, and you really start to pay attention to it, you know, even we got talking about like web 3.0 and like the benefits and the, and, and, and some of the drawbacks that's going to occur when you decentralize it. I'm like, even though it's going to be a little bit more like the wild, wild west, you know, in the sense of people can't snatch down content that they don't like and things of that nature, it is going to, free it again in terms of you being able to determine what is it that I want to see as opposed to this 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 corporation is just showing me shit that's going to keep me engaged so that they can continue to sell me advertising because right now we're being controlled by the corporations whether or not we realize it because like Facebook is in cahoots with the corporations and they're going to keep showing you the shit that they know maybe doesn't make you feel good maybe even that you don't want to see but the shit that they know keeps you on their device longer so that they can continue to show you those ads and it's like if we don't take control of it then on some in many ways we're being manipulated right by like the system and so i'm like like yeah man when i start to see the videos and shit like that it's like i gotta look at it and just kind of be like just accept it for what it is and just move the fuck on right because it's not even worth the emotional investment you know what i'm saying it's like yeah, yeah I'm, right. I'm, I'm i'm about done you with right. that you know well i hate to cut us short because we're amazing um but <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do and I think you guys might too. Uh but I will promise our our listeners that we will be back at our leisure at this same random ass pace. I can I can <laughs> promise you all that. Because we love you. And we love that y'all listen to us even after all these years. So yeah. Yeah. Uh Isaac Paul. <laughs> do you have an opinion? Uh, you you know what I I do I'm gonna keep this yeah. one brief. You um, always say that, you know, because I'll I'll probably expound it. But I but I am gonna keep this one brief because I'll probably expound on this one later because okay. I've been thinking about this and we've talked oh, about it. Oh, just bit, FYI, you know, before you you continue, if you guys have not seen Isaac's uh. Well, he's done a few videos lately, but the one about vax versus anti-vax, that is some of the hilarious. When I tell you, I I was crying laughing because he got the little. Yeah, I I see you in your creative bag. So, um, you guys go to who is Isaac Paul or is it who is Isaac Paul on? Yes. IG? Okay, yeah, y'all get yeah man. Listen, that shit's hysterical. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Probably rubbed a couple of people the They'll wrong be way okay. because more than half, more than half of our community is on the yes. other I side. I love how they so put the COVID tag, but nonetheless, 
did. You know what I'm That's saying? That's why nobody see that shit. They they they, the algorithm will they not share your video, yep. sir. They like, yeah, but uh, this COVID okay. tag, this might be but, misinformation. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> Spread misinformation. Right, right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, I need to repost it on Facebook because I had to take it down because when I posted up, I was like, I know they're not even letting this one get tracked. <laughs> nope. They're like, oh, he talking about Two people COVID. Saw nah, it. fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I look at it, it'd be like, it'd be like, nigga, 20 people saw this. I'm like, God, I got 5,000 fucking friends. They suppressed right? I'm like, man, I post something random about Uber and it's like a million people see they it. Suppressed like, oh, it. No, they man, suppressed it. They suppressed it. Three niggas. Yes. Oh, oh, I, I so know. They, they, they suppressed it. They put the COVID tag on it. <laughs> <laughs> put the COVID tag on it. Like, nah, y'all don't, y'all don't need to hear this shit. That's <laughs> he ain't saying nothing. Got his ass. Got him. But no, right. Got him. Got him. But but no but no but but this is something that I will expound on later. But it makes me t- it tickles me a little bit because it, you know everybody's right now. It, it, unless you've been living under a rock, you've either heard about NFTs, you've heard about Web 3.0, or the virtual reality, or the metaverse. Everybody's talking about the metaverse, and I won't do a deep dive about the metaverse. But not only is it coming, it's here. Like if we really pay attention to it, we've been inside of the metaverse on some level like we've already been interacting with it right it's just gonna start to get more form you know and and become a solidified thing but as i was having a conversation me and omar was talking about this the other day and you know i i I get a little sad sometimes for the kids you know because they, they ain't finna get no ass moving forward man like i mean just i i just i feel sorry for what's about to happen in in this new world right like when you think about it how many times did you connect with somebody or did you come up or did you you know just 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 really scored because you was at the right place at the right time you was at a party you know drinks was flowing everything was beautiful and you know man you was wearing a nice outfit you know and and maybe it was a shortage of dudes up in there right like maybe the ratio was 70 30 so you kind of you was getting chose okay there are times where guys came up because of just situational circumstances or whatever, you know, bam, that's not going to happen in this metaverse world. Like, I don't know how these kids are going to connect with one another like it. Now, on another level, I think that it is going to be dope for individuals that didn't and never felt a part of a community. Right. Like if you never felt like you were a part of a community, they are having ways now of where they're hopping on these platforms and, you know, you're able to share, um, you know, information and content and emotions with like minded individuals. You know, so I think it's great in terms of it. It does broaden your, um, you know, kind of your community and it makes it global. But like I need you all to understand that, like in about another 10, 10 years, I give it 10 years probably not even in five years before we hear about our first virtual wedding. I think the virtual wedding is about to be a thing where two people get legally married that have never physically seen one another. I think that shit is coming. And my only question is, is when does the fucking happen? Right? Like, like, so does, is technology going to have to create things that allow us to be able to experience one another? Like, these kids ain't about to get, no, they already ain't really getting ass as it is right now, from what I understand. I heard that this generation is having sex at a much less rate than, like, our generation has. And so, I'm like, man, if the trend continues, 
And I don't know, maybe this is a part of population control, right? So maybe on some level it's going to be beneficial. But yeah, that 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 really just kind of made me go, man, this is this is really something interesting that these kids just are not going to have those kind of experiences, you know, that we have, you know, where to where is because think about it. Right. Like if I'm married to someone in Thailand, you know, then, yeah, like I said, like what happened, like people are going to become more socially like awkward, you know, around one another, you know, and then even if you do meet that woman or man or whoever, you know, from this other country that you've married virtually, that doesn't necessarily say that you all are going to have the same kind of chemistry in a physical sense. So it's just unique when we just see the way that the world is evolving. Right. And and, and that it's, it's coming at, at lightning speed, you know, but that is basically the gist of it is that these kids ain't going to get no ass. Right. So just, just be prepared for that. Be prepared <laughs> as things develop, this world is going to become more. And you know what? And the more I even think about it, that might even be why we've kind of gotten into this space of like, like, like non-binary, right? Like, because I think that people are going to be falling in love with avatars. I'm going to fall in love with someone and I don't know how they look, you know, or like what their actual, you know, essence is, you know, the, their scent, you know, their swag, like none of the, everything, everything that we know in this physical world there's going to be a virtual counterpart. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just fascinating. Like, like when we talk about it, everybody likes it because it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be able to play basketball and we're going to be able to do this. And, oh, they're going to have these, you know, virtual meeting places. And it's like, listen, all of this sounds fascinating. But just the old dude in me is just like, man, when are y'all bumping uglies? And how are y'all going to bump uglies? And that that that's going to be the thing that's going to be fascinating for me to figure out how they make that bridge because you know that somebody's working on something right now some kind of device that you strap on <laughs> and that your partner straps on that allows you all to be able to virtually experience one another and 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 that's a level of technology that i just i, I think that's when i'm gonna tap out i think that's why I'm, I'm i'm engaged in, in the other aspects but yeah when virtual sex i have i have no desire to 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 be fucking a machine i just it's just not something that I think, you know, but but that's where it's going, though. And, and that's just my my opinion. I, I could be dead ass wrong on this. But, yeah, I, I think that's where it's going, man. I, I think that's where it's going. And, uh, um, R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. But you know what, though? We've had movies <laughs> to show that Haven't in we? the past, yep. like in the 90s. We had a whole lot of virtual reality movies that people were yep. fucking through the damn virtual reality thing. Yep. They was just grow. It's coming. It, it is. is coming. It is coming. Did you did you did you ever imagine that it was going to be here before? I didn't think you know he was actually gonna do that. What? And it, man, we are here. Because we are just here, here. Certain things that you just cannot replace, and just that whole physical human interaction, you just yep. can't replace that. Like that's just we gonna be strangers to everyone in our community. And 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 we're gonna all have our own little sub community. It's 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 like and and that just that that, that is fascinating to me when you really think about it, right? Because like I mean, you know, we've we we've already gone from the space of knowing our neighbors. We used to know our neighbors. Like we used to have physical community. You knew who was up the block. You knew who was down the street. Like that's what community was. And we've we've already kind of gotten away from that sometimes, where you might not even know who lives right next door to you in your condo complex or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But now it's going to become even more broad as people stay inside more and more 
and don't go out and congregate, you know, we're going to become more and more kind of detached. We'll we'll feel closer to our communities that we've curated and that we've built. But these may end up being people that we never really ever see. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's that's. Yeah. Yeah. We here, man. It is here. All right. Well, thanks, Ike, for that. Your opinion is always awesome. Awesome. So that's it, everybody. Um, that's a wrap. You guys pretty much already know the spiel. Nothing's different. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, as well as our um, website. Um, and also our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel. So check that out. All right, guys. Until next time. Be great. Be great.